Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. Food fam, this is the Walk and Talk podcast, and I'm your host, Carl Fiadini. We are podcasting on site at Acropolis Greek Taverna in South Tampa. Oh my God, I love this place. The food is amazing, along with their elevated cocktail program, come hookah and zorba at the best Mediterranean spot in the Bay. Did I mention belly dancers? Yeah. Get over here. Check them out at AcropolisGreekTaverna.com. Uh, on the program today, we have a dear friend of mine, Joseph Saloum from Molina International Trading. Um, I know he's got some goodies for us to try, man. It's going to be pretty bad ass. Jeff, you were uh, you were not you were MIA this week. Yeah, I was. You dirty. <laughs> so uh, we're going to jump into that in a second. I just want to you know remind everybody that we are recording in a live restaurant. Okay, so. Uh, Whatever you hear, it's the uh, character of the establishment. Enjoy, Jeff. Come on, what you got? Well, last week I was in New Hampshire. Uh, that was a fun-filled trip because we had uh, Adelia come into town, so I was supposed to be up there on Thursday. Didn't make it up there then, obviously. Um, the flight got pushed back to Friday. Got up there really late on Friday afternoon. Um, the team up there did a great job prepping. Uh, Saturday we executed a... Uh, dinner or wedding for 120 people in northern New York, right outside Albany, New York. New York. We went through New Hampshire, Vermont, and then into north uh, northern part of New York. You know what the uh, the people here in Florida don't realize? The Floridians actually that it's hotter up there than oh it is God. here. Yeah, I actually was tracking that every day. We were looking, and it was two degrees warmer and the same humidity up in New Hampshire at this time. Then fast forward, uh, we had like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we kind of chilled out. Thursday ended up being a, an extra day to chill. Friday banged out the prep for two weddings that were 120 each. One was about 30 minutes away from the one pavilion we're out in northern New Hampshire. Uh, we executed that one out on Saturday night. And man, man, oh man, Sunday with the travel was just horrendous. I was supposed to be in a, back into Tampa at 1130 Sunday night, didn't get in until Five o'clock Monday morning. Yeah, I mean, we spoke a lot. You were always at an airport. <laughs> it, I wasn't always at one. I was definitely stuck at one from yeah. like three forty-five until twelve forty-five when I left in the morning. But you made it. You're here. Oh yeah, you're in the. I'm still so, haven't recovered. All right, listen, we didn't cook this week, but um, oh, I did. I'm prepping. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, but no, no, no. I mean, you, I didn't get any of this in my belly. No, okay? no. I just showed you the porn. Right. Yeah. Uh, food, food porn, folks. <laughs> food. So here's here's the situation, Jeff. I need you to pick pick the most sexy thing that you guys cooked up 
this uh, this past week? What was it? I need a, I need a I need a slow uh, slow roll here uh, mention. Come on. Yeah, they're definitely so. You, as everyone knows, Keith Saracen is just a student of the cuisine of the subcontinent of India. So he ended up making. He brought this little tandoor out. It's it's like this mini three foot high cylindrical. Gets super wicked hot. Got the clay on the side. Skewered up some chicken, and we did t- uh, tikka masala. Oh my god, it was life changing. I can't. He wrecked me again because there's no way I'm going to eat that anywhere else. Um, I'm I know still, you're going I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for this uh, so called person, uh, Keith Source, and if he exists, <laughs> to uh, to get over here and and get some food in me. Did you say wicked? I mean, you're you're bringing yeah, them, you're bring a little mask, them right? a little mask. Ah, I kept yeah, on hearing it all the time. It's so like, wicked, wicked, cool, yeah. <laughs> but um, we also he also went, we ended up cooking together. So that was the first time we actually physically cooked together. And he's got a beautiful garden. Ever ever? Yeah, together. Like we okay. like we we cooked his food or we were cooking my food. But this is the first time that we actually said we went out to the garden. He had um garden they had a patty. <laughs> he had a uh, patty pans, and I've never seen a patty pan as big as my hand. And so we took the centers out and we kind of uh, used that and stuffed it back in with some more vegetables. He had one zucchini, the size and the girth of this thing. No comments, please. Stop it. It was literally one of those gave me 12 uh, cakes, zucchini cakes. It was just ginormous. And the flavor profile, because, again, he grows those in his his garden. He had a bumper crop of... uh, uh, cucumbers. He was I telling mean, me it was 400 pounds of cucumbers. Yielded. Who's the gardener? Jolly Green Giant? Like, what is this? <laughs> so him and Marie, his girlfriend, they got into it in the last three years. They're, they've done different things where they kind of put basil and tomatoes together. They've got, he's got some ghost peppers growing. He's got tea growing. And they're, they're very short uh, season too. They're talking like June, July, and then October, done. I mean, it gets too cold. Um, we went to a farm because he's doing it, hopefully, because I know Hurricane Lee's heading that way. They have a farm dinner at uh, Kimball Farms up there. And they were telling us, the farmer was telling us they got, um, not pears got wiped out. The peaches got wiped out. No kidding. Because they had a cold spell in February and gone. But they go grapes. Oh, my God. The grapes up there are just I have never seen or tasted grapes like that before. Strangely, Florida, it's very short, but there are peach season. Oh, I know. Really great stuff. But I just found out about that problem. stuff. Yeah. I think Vicky was Webster was the one that told me about that. You, you got to get some peaches. I'm like, where? In Florida. I'm like, what? It's a short, short. You blink and it's, and it's, and it's over. over. Yeah. It's like our blueberry season, too. It's the same thing. Mm. But their blueberry season up there in New Hampshire is just got awful long. Got awful. He took me to... Um, Chinatown, and I've been there before, but we ate at this uh, bakery. We ate at the Hong Kong Deli, which is a, a butcher shop that was absolutely incredible. We went for dim sum. But I think the highlight of the trip for me when we were eating out was when we went to the Baldwin Mansion, and it's in Massachusetts, and it's called the uh, Szechuan Garden. Is that Alec? No. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Oh, okay. This thing, this guy has got the top 25 bar in the world. Okay. His pre the program there. He's made GQ magazine, the owner of it. Um, but the flavor profile completely forgot about Szechuan cuisine and the Szechuan spice, that pepper and how beautiful and citrus notes that you get. Everything we had at the table had some essence of Szechuan there. It was so incredible. The eggplant, the uh, pro- uh, prosperity noodles, the chicken wings, bar none. Nobody's got chicken wings down here like that. Nobody. Why? What was so good about them? 
the crunch was just so ridiculous. But it wasn't a batter where you know how sometimes you take, and I'm not going to mention any re- you know, restaurants, but you take a bite and it's like all breading and a little chicken. This was the perfect you know crunch and ratio of the 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 batter on there, but what really kicked it up was again that Szechuan peppercorn. I mean, were these big drumsticks or small? Or what? They're the normal size that yeah. you get. They weren't. They were randoms. They were definitely. You know, nobody's going to get ran- uh, chicken wings. They're going to be jumbos anymore. Yeah. Not after like the last couple of years since COVID. Right. It's probably two hundred bucks. Yeah, probably about one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars for chicken wings. I'll, I'll pay for good wings though. Uh, I, I hand over fist. I'll, I, I can't. That's what we call them. As soon as you bit into it, and I looked up, I went craveable. I'm like, I'm never going to get this again. Right. You know, the only way I'm going to be able to do it is I do it at my house, and I don't have a fryer. I mean, we'll get a fryer. <laughs> well, we got to get I that get, spot first. I bro. think I gave a. I think no, I have a fryer. I gave it to John. I have like a little. Home oh, fryer. I have like a tabletop. Yeah, yeah, I have a tabletop too. Right. Well, we can do it, even if it's ones and two. Hey, listen, don't stymie me our good time, okay? <laughs> oh, you just want Szechuan peppercorn chicken yeah. wings. <laughs> oh, I got gotcha. you, <laughs> bro. What are we talking about here? Oh my god! All right, listen. All right, shut up. You talk too much. No, I'm kidding. Love you. Um, all right, let's uh, let's welcome the my my dear dear friend, the man of the hour, the bearded master. <laughs> I have no guy. idea where I this is going. At, I, no, you know, he's the only guy I know with a more beardy beard than me. Okay, that's is, not true. That is very true. No, that is the Joseph Salom. <laughs> Welcome to the program. What's going on, guys? What's up, baby boy? How are you? I'm really good. Yeah? I'm actually looking forward to get your salt and pepper when I grow up. <laughs> no, no, You don't no, want it. You don't no. want it, man. Because no, it comes it. with aches and pains. <laughs> yeah. It comes with arthritis. <laughs> it's a rheumatoid or something. I don't know, man. It's a mess. It's a mess. You don't want that. You don't want the smoke. No. No. <laughs> you don't. We, it's wisdom whiskers, whiskers, but we definitely worked at those. Yeah, you ain't lying. There's, there was a lot of... Uh, this is a lot of female stuff here, you know. Stress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Like each one is a. All right, I'll stop. All right, so. <laughs> all right, uh, so we're here at Acropolis. I love this place. You like this place, Joe? I hope he does. It's beautiful. It, it is really. It's beautiful and uh, spacious. Uh, a lot going on here. Uh, I know they're working on a new menu, though. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye on them. Yeah, yeah, I know that uh, John Hernandez of uh, from Ibis Images. He did um, I don't know a couple of few months ago. He did a whole photo shoot, um, drinks and food and everything. It was really, really freaking choice. The, what I loved about it when you walk in and see that huge igloo um, pizza oven. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that for a chef you get you like geek out on that stuff. I just sat there and watched it. So my wife, you know. She's okay. Miami people are different, okay. <laughs> and she's Cuban. She's from you know south of Bird Road over there. But long story short, um, can't she can't stand anywhere to go anywhere. She only talks about Acropolis. Oh, they do such a good even Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, best, uh, I'm like, all right, shut up already. Like, you know, like stop talking. What I mentioned to you when we were setting up, I said the the lemon soup. Yeah, no, everything, all the food here is, it's really good. And it's different than most. Truth is, uh, I've been to every freaking restaurant in, in the Tampa Bay area. Mediterranean wise, this is it. This is the one. So everybody get your butts out here and check it out. Um, Molina international trading yes. we're talking olive oil we're talking speaking of mediterranean you have a whole line of mediterranean products 
Uh, and I understand that you have something new. I'm staring at it right now. Yes. So if uh, anybody missed any of your podcasts before, shame on them. Yeah, right? Um, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Melina International, uh, we do olive oil. That's what we specialize in, organic olive oil that comes uh, from Kalamata, Greece. Uh, it grows on our, um, technically, family grows, uh, and uh, it's imported here, bottled in clear water. So uh, from olives to cheeses to spices, to premium preserves from Tuscany, uh, aged balsamic, infused balsamic, you name it. We do it all. So we try to create always um, new items that can help chefs be creative in their kitchens, something you just don't find in, in any broadliners. And then you just mix it with your recipe. You, you even saute red onions with it, but it gives you like different flavor, texture that you can stand out with. The, the garlic and the oil? Like you, you can just eat those like they yeah. were like uh, chips. Yeah. No, the, that that hot oil that they get that that orange tinge to oh, it. Oh, the yeah, can't remember the, uh, the name uh, of it. Calibrian yeah. chili. Yeah, Calibrian chili. Oh, though that I can bathe That's in that. Fire. Yeah, that is great. You know, um, I obviously we did a photo shoot with it the other day, but mm-hmm. I have it at my house, so I, I use it. And I'll say it right to your face too. Yeah. I'm, I'm using it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I ran out and had to make Chinese oil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're getting in. So, so you're doing you're doing uh, you're doing the press for the uh, you're doing your own pressing here on on olives, right? Well, the the olives are pressed in Greece, but they are shipped here um, in bulk oil. Mm. But uh, we specialize in cold press, right? Right. Basically, as olive oil producers and packers, and uh, we wanted to try to do try something new, and uh, we're getting into fresh juice. So it's something that you don't find easily anywhere else. Um, most juice in the market is pasteurized or, you know, mixed with chemicals and it has a bunch of ingredients. So most of our juices that we're getting into are three to four ingredients between fruits and vegetables that we all like. And um, it could be packed for retail, 16-ounce bottles. And we're even looking to work with the local chefs, you know. A lot of people juice for their own bars, from grapefruit to orange to uh, pineapple to you can create your own mix. Well, Mix it for you. We'll okay. juice it for you. So it can come in a gallon. You can use it in your kitchen. You can use it behind your bar. Or you can drink it. What's the shelf life? Uh, five to six days. Okay. Five to six days. And, and what's the, I mean, do you know what the, uh, what the variances are or pros or cons versus juice, like regular juicing? Sugar. You know, there's no artificials. There's no added sugar. This is literally three, four ingredients, cold pressed. Yeah, when you're when you're cold pressing it, when he keeps on mentioning that, you're not heating it up like when you do pasteurization. So, you know, you take a great product like Tropicana, what it was to what it is. Mm. When they heat that up to pasteurize it, you're actually having that caramel flavor. You're actually burning or caramelizing the sugars. Cold pressing, all you're doing is getting the extracting the most nutrient out of the product that you can. So this is like the chef having his own juicer or even the bartender, mixologist, having their own juicer back there, which is not, it's different. It is different. Juicing is different than pressing. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. 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 So this is going to give you the pure natural, all natural, and all the uh, additives, not additives, but all the nutrients that you want out of that product. Yes. What's, so I see ginger, apple, lemon. Mm-hmm. That's what's in there. Yeah. This one caught my eye. Is that pine? Um, what is it? Pineapple. Car- pineapple. Beets? Okay. Carrot, pineapple, ginger, beet. Beet. And yes. we're going to be tasting these, right? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. one do you want to try? Uh, I, I'm a, yes. I'm the guest. <laughs> I don't know. You're the guest. Try yeah. all of them then. Yeah. I mean, what are we talking about? So, uh, Jeffrey, um, 
what we need to do. This is the – which one is this? That's the apple. You know, this is where it's good to Thank be – it's good to be us. Do you know what I'm saying? The people at home, they're listening, they're in the car, they're driving, they're like, oh, man, I want juice. Get out to uh, – Acropolis is carrying, right? Yes. Man. So smell it first before you drink it. Is it is sold at uh, Cafe Kebab downtown, also in Tampa. Okay. It's retail. It's like a breakfast spot. So uh, they do like um, traditional Lebanese breakfast, and then you can grab juices, 16-ounce juices to go. I like it. Yeah, that is so refreshing. And again, you look at that, and to me, I go right in the kitchen, pork. A little oh, gastric. Yeah. You know, even a sandwich with that with bacon, like bacon glazed with that on top. Dude, stop it. Because you're not cooking today. I know. That's why I'm doing it. It's <laughs> making us hungry all day. That, I love that. Apple, lemon, and ginger. That's, that'd be a good um, dark and stormy. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, base. Yeah, let's do that one. Right. Yeah. Look at the color on this. I know. Yeah, that beet. I actually just started fermenting beets yesterday. It's going to take about 14 days. What are you going to do with that? Um, it's for the book. Uh, we're doing borscht, but I'm doing a complete oh, rift. Man. Yeah. I yeah. can teach you how to make borscht. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I would love to learn your way. I'm, I'm half Ukrainian, so. I'm, I'm Austrian. Okay. Uh, Austrian-Russian, so oh, I'd love to so learn. You're, that mean you're making red borscht. Well, no, I'm actually going to do. So what's different about it is I'm, not, I'm using a, a bigger uh, beet. I'm going to smoke that. Then cut out the center and then fill that up as the soup. So it's the it's the bowl and it's edible all in the, the in the beet. You're being naughty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have pickled, he's dirty man. Yeah, he's totally dirty. I have <laughs> pickled cabbage in there. Pickled garlic is going to be in it. And is then, the beet that big? It's it's this nice size one. I just started. It's about like that big. Ten ounce. Yeah, it's a nice size one. So, but I've got three three smaller medium beets that I got. I um, peeled them and then I put it in with water and salt solution. With some bay leaf and garlic. Okay. And I'm just letting it sit now at 70-something degrees for 14 days to ferment. Wow. I, I want that. I want to try that. I want the bubble. Actually, borscht is is a favorite of mine. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So growing up as a kid, I hated borscht. My I dad that, used to yeah, that. My dad used to eat borscht because of being the Russian and German. I hate it. Now, I can't get enough, just let alone beets, borscht. I had a lot of European, Eastern European uh, friends uh, in my early 20s and uh borscht was always on the menu man always i think borscht is uh underrated like that that's awesome yeah that's got great balance the ginger comes in mm-hmm. and and so we just tried the carrot pineapple ginger beets the beet obviously the nose it really takes over that earthiness but you don't taste it so somebody who doesn't like beets would really enjoy that. Break this, yeah. It's subtle. The, yeah, that the, the is beets really, subtle. it's like a kiss of beets in the background. Yeah, little, little. Yep. Like that. <laughs> How, can you do it again? No. <laughs> no. No pictures, please. Brian, Brian Kilman's going to be laughing at that one. Oh. I hope so. What's yeah. up, Bri? Too bad John's not here. Yeah, true story. He'll, he'll be back next week. Um, uh, we'll probably be going over his house doing shoots for the yeah. food that I have cooking tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way. Oh, here it comes. What do you got? Oh, what are we cooking? So we did a Mexican hot chocolate rubbed brisket, which is going to be sitting overnight, drying out. And then we have a porqueta. Porqueta is, and it has the skin on, which is really awesome. So porqueta is the belly. And then I flipped it over and made the hash marks in them. And then coated that with sun-dried tomatoes and sun-dried tomato oil. Pickled garlic, pickled fennel, feta cheese. Sage, rosemary, and thyme that I dried and then made into some herbs, rubbed that on the top of that, 
and then pork tenderloin in the center, rolled that sucker up, and then trussed it. Nice. And then uh, that's sitting right now with a glaze of agave and limoncello. And uh, that's sitting to dry out. And then... You see why I get pissed off? <laughs> you know? You, we, shouldn't get a, you shouldn't have a week off on cooking. No. Well, no, it was supposed to be. You dirty. It was supposed to be, but we are here because uh-huh. we've got juices to drink. That's right. So You should have brought it with you because you know why? Yeah. You don't think that Joseph wants to try this? I'll bring no. it by because my brother-in-law lives right over there. So I'll just I'll stop by kidding. and bring, bring it over. Bring Joseph food. I will. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I'm, look, I mean, I can't tell you to do that, but I'm telling you what to do. You should do that. Well, Maybe. then we're going to take one of them. We're going to make a porchetta sandwich with broccoli rob chard and provolone and let that melt on oh, it. Man. Oh, you're going to do a sandwich too? Yeah. Oh, God. Dude, I'm, let me tell you something i am so into these sandwiches i don't i don't uh, i don't care about other food anymore i i, I wrote the menus down but I, I did had oh i saw didn't i send you pictures of what we were doing no Ooh. oh maybe maybe once yeah so i i wrote down the menu took the shots of it we're gonna do a brisket entree then i'm gonna do a brisket sandwich and the it's brisket like I, it's like i don't even know you anymore <laughs> we got some good guy? stuff coming out so you'll enjoy it i'm really into the sandwiches though not chicken liver, though. No. I don't want to eat chicken liver. I don't like any of the, the gizzard. And the, the, I don't want any of that. No. You keep all that. You keep, oh, you, you, keep, you should try the chicken keep, liver. Keep that at the deli. Yeah, you know you what I'm saying? Chicken, chicken yeah. liver you should try. No. What am I? Chicken liver? No. I don't, I, <laughs> what am I? Chopped liver? Chop liver? Am I here to make you laugh? Yeah. <laughs> Aren't there, Joe Pesci? My clown. You don't hear you. So this, this one here? Carrot. Carrot. Yeah? Just straight carrot? No. Apple, carrot, lemons, and ginger. I mean... You're saying all the right stuff. You're telling me all the right things, Joseph. It's all good for you. I know. I feel healthier. Get this stuff away from me. Know. You know what I'm mean? no, kidding. <laughs> well, it's, it helps wash down the bacon cheese sandwich or the egg and bacon cheese sandwich. I was somewhere. Can you cook anything with this? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, this would go right down into a bunch of stuff. Attention chefs and food buyers. Are you looking to improve your proteins program with quality and service by the best in the beef business? Reach out to Peninsula Food Service. With 25 butchers on staff, their services will dazzle you and impress your dining guests. Peninsula is the largest Creekstone farm distributor in the Southeast United States. Let the gang at Peninsula Food Service cut your beef burdens away and ask about their dry-aged program. Look them up at PeninsulaFood.com. Yeah. So, you know, a, a good brand out there that I've had in the past, and you know what? This is better than the brand I was going to mention that I'm not going to mention. I'm just not going to do it. Well, I mean, what's great is you... So if someone, you bring this to somebody as a chef, and they say, well, I, I want a little more ginger to it, you can reformulate that for that specific We can make chef. any recipe. Can you customize? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's got to be... A, is there a minimum on the batch? Well, it has to be reasonable because we're using, you know, a heavy commercial cold presser, so... So what? What's, uh, are you allowed to um, disclose what size batches they are, or is that you know? I don't want to get into your proprietary stuff. I mean, as long as we're doing three gallons. Okay. That's that's fair. very that's yeah. incredibly reasonable. Yeah. Because it's I mean it depends what you're doing with it. So like you were talking about juicing behind the bar earlier, 
the difference is it's creating all that heat. It's taking some of the vitamins out, but still, when you juice in a juicer like that, you have to drink it on the spot. A couple hours later, it's not the same. It's not the same. So that's the benefit of this. So if, if there's a restaurant, if there's chef, I mean, a lot of restaurants, I remember juicing every Sunday morning, grapefruit, making that fresh orange juice. Like, you know, it takes a lot of your time. Right. So you save on labor, it's fresh, and it'll last you four or five days. Not only that, you, so, you don't have the food waste. You don't have waste as well, yeah. So you think about that. You have to buy in, make sure you have the carrots, you have the pineapple, the ginger, the beets, all this stuff in. So you have to cross-merchandise that, make sure you keep the level of your inventory there. But on the flip side, you don't have the food waste. So your food print, food, the, the footprint of your food waste is done. Yeah, the whole thing with the juicing, though, um, just from just from a um, you know a uh, ordering perspective, you really have to know what you're doing there. I mean, you 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 over uh, over press or over juice, whatever, and uh, all of a sudden, a few days later, it's in the uh, it's in the can, right? I right, mean, it's going down the. Drain. Not even that. Yeah, it's later on that shift, it's gone. Yeah, it's like making tea, and then you know you have to throw it away at the end of the shift. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I was trying to think. There was somewhere we went out to eat, and they didn't have tea. They had just run out of tea, and I'm like, how do you yeah, You look perplexed right there. I was like, yeah. yeah I was like going, I was like, where was I? I thought you were Mitch McConnell for a second. And, uh, you <laughs> hey, just, I froze. You froze. You know, we were going to have to, like, jumpstart you. <laughs> no, I was just doing my meme. Okay. <laughs> okay. What are we, what's this one, Joe? This is more oh, um, this that is is apple lemon um, ginger, but heavier on the lemon. So you're going to feel a bit more sour. I like that. I do, yeah. Chicken wings? Yeah, there's a bunch. There's chicken, like roasted chicken. This would be good with seafood, too. Reduce this down. Or with vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Pickle your liver. (laughs) I mean, we have to to balance out the healthy part. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's get the vodka. Yeah, yeah, that would definitely go very well with liquor. Vodka. I have a. Or you can uh, make shots out of this. If you use like a mix of this, like you know, like oh, a, like a, be, this will make a good lemon drop shot. I was gonna say yes. that. Yeah, really good lemon drop. What are we? What are we talking about here? Let's, <laughs> let's get cooking. Well, if we get ever uh, ever clear, Ray and nephew overproof rum, <laughs> you've got limoncello well, almost. Make, make some, yeah. yeah, let's do it. Make some calls. Let's make this happen. I mean, so I, I have a thing for uh, anything lemon. I love lemon. And orange, really. And it, well, citrus, to tell you true. Because you're Italian. Yeah. Well, it also brightens up the, the palate, especially when you're eating something fat, right? It just, you need that acid. You want to have it so it balances out. We're, so in Cooper City, you know, but in the late uh, 70s, early 80s, um, I lived in a house there. Joseph wasn't around. No, Joseph wasn't. I don't even know. He might not have been born yet. Anyway, no, he wasn't. No. So, you son of a. So, uh, we had this. Um, lemon tree in the in the back of the house and the lemons were literally like the size of a a, of a large grapefruit Mm -hmm. and it was amazing and we would i mean you just bring one to the table like we'd have sunday dinners or you know people over whatever with your gravy no no it was totally (laughs) sauce uh, I mean, for Thanksgiving, we had the gravy. It was phenomenal, right? With no, lemon? No. But anyway, we'd, we'd bring this, this massive lemon. You cut it up, and it's like, what a presentation, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's terrible for food service applications, but at home, fabulous. But anyway, I love uh, lemon on everything. 
Yeah, there's there's something about the there's something to be said about it. Yeah, especially lemon zest. Lemon zest is great. I told you I made a, a basil cello. Right. Yeah, and it came out phenomenal. Now you, you notice he said he made it, but there's none here. I, well, you you don't want to bring up all this lemon cello talk. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to travel with an open container. Uh, you know, that, what, what, why would that stop you today? <laughs> It it ends with Y at the end of it, so I don't understand this question. I don't partake in such activity, okay? Who are you, and what have you done with Carl? What? (laughs) Did you see this guy? Wow. You rat snitch. (laughs) Really? Really? Here I'll go snitch. What's on your right? Yes. <laughs> but, I don't know. It's another one of these fresh. Uh, fresh it's a drinks. fresh press, yeah. It's a fresh pressed old fashioned. <laughs> fresh press whiskey or a wheat. Yeah, I like with it. mash. Oh my goodness! That somehow it turned into bourbon. It's it's okay. It's that well, you, you know, bourbon comes when you press lemon, ginger, and apple, and you beets and everything. All of a sudden, there's bourbon. It's amazing how so that works. Now you want to pickle your liver. This yeah, is what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, the only thing better is if like a truckload of you know crispy bacon just showed up and just dumped on. Well, we can make that happen. I know. <laughs> I, I was somewhere. I got a. Uh, where was I? I think you know where I went. I went to um, uh, Cracker Barrel the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And they do such a good job, man. And I ordered um, a side I, of bacon. Yeah, like extra crispy. I thought of you, man. You know, I, I broke one for you, you know, kind of like poured one for my homie. Ate. It was it was good. Yeah, it was good. Thought about you. Their, their uh, potato hash is not brown. Not bad. I like their potato hash. I don't think there's anything bad. I don't think there's anything bad that they, they make over there. And they got the bar now, too. Over there. Did you know that? They have a what? Yeah, for sure. That's kind of dangerous. I don't know. Is it? I think it's, I think it's good. For the one by house. The, the one by my house. Oh, okay. Because probably I don't know if not. Nation, nationwide yeah. or whatever. Mine's off of 579 and uh, I-4. I think it's time for you to revisit. I'll, I'll, my wife loves that place. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. okay. So uh, talk to me, Joe. When, so when is this? Is this readily available now? It's hot to trot? Good to go? Yeah, it's good to go. Um, again, it could be retail. So if you're a restaurant, if you're a retail store that you also want to put on your shelf, it's possible. Uh, possibly private label. Actually, country clubs would be great for their membership. The hotels would be yeah. great for grab and go for hotels. Gyms. Oh, yeah. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Stretch zone. That would be great after you get stretched. Mm-hmm. Having yeah. some fruit. You hear vegetables. that, Dylan? Dylan, do you, are you, did you hear that? Yeah. Dylan, okay. Dylan texted me yesterday. So now I'm going to drop that name back at you, Dylan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're going to help Joseph grow this product because this is really good. That's, it's a good product. Yeah, it's a great product. Imagine like the double tree at the gate of uh, Universal Studios. Yeah, having that and just kind of going out to the Universal Studios. Yeah. And then next we're going to be doing the shots too, like a ginger shot. Do you think honey, about anything with turmeric? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, I believe in healthy medicine. So when I get sick, that's what I drink. So and it's good for you. When when uh, when the pandemic first started, I was still at the produce company. And um, at the time, I just lost 20 pounds. I gained it all back, you know. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but um, I'd lost 20 pounds, and I, was, I had the Vitamix at home. So I was every day, I was doing, like, whole knots of ginger and pineapple and lemon 
and I don't know, it was like six to eight ingredients in these things. Oh my God. I mean, I never felt better. I really never felt better. And I never got, I didn't get sick until I stopped doing yes. that. And gained 20 pounds. Well, the, the 20 pounds is recently, and that's literally because of you. <laughs> I'll, I'll own that. I mean, at least I'm going to say 80% is you, and then, you know, and then I have a drive through problem. Okay. <laughs> so. And Acropolis. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, but there's nothing, this is all like healthy. Mediterranean healthy. food's good for you. I mean, you look at the. Behind paleo and keto, the one right after that. In fact, it was a couple of years ago, Mediterranean diet was the number one diet in the world. Yes. Yeah. You know? And think about this, and we've talked about this in the show. If you look around the world, around just near the equator, just above it, and you look at the people of Lebanon or Lebanese and then the Greek and the Spanish, the Italian, the French, they have bread. They don't have obesity problems as mm-hmm. much as we do because we have to put stuff in our bread. Yes. You don't, you don't get, you don't, look, you don't get fat until you move to the States. Just the <laughs> or, way No, a Western diet. Yeah. It's not, it's not just America. When, when we well, when you say the West, export, when yeah, we know. When we, look, when you, when you, if you looked at like my grandparents, my great grandparents, they were all from over there. Right. You know, and uh, granted, you know, there's, I mean, you get older, you gain weight a little bit, right? But for the most part, they they were in pretty, everybody was in pretty good shape. You know what I mean? You, you grow up here. And it's like, oh, you start at a kid, as a child with Happy Meal, and then, you know, before you know it, you got a 47-inch waist. It's, well, it's that's, terrible. that's the problem. What I'm saying is the Western diet, as it, we export the Western diet, we're starting to see places that don't have high risk of obesity, diabetes, and so on and so forth. Listen, nowhere does it say anywhere in any of the Old Testament or any book of religion, oh, by the way, Joseph couldn't have, uh, you know, bread because he had celiac disease. There was no such thing as celiac disease. There was no problem with it because we were gr- growing and producing the wheat and the whatever we were going to bake. You guys, there. you guys had to have unleavened bread, though. I mean, that was well. No, we were running. But it's different, though. No, we were running. I've never heard of gluten-free no problem until I moved here. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't until the 1950s when we had Wonder Bread introduced, and then there was a couple hundred people getting sick. That's what indicated there was something wrong. So what they did was they fortified the bread with vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin K. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that was the Band-Aid. We're not, you know... But there's the sugar levels in, in that bread is... Well, like, exponentially, if you look at what we were... The human body was uh, getting in the 70s to what we're getting now. It's like 200 pounds of sugar for every human being in the United States. Yeah. I mean, that's just ginormous. That's and a lot. process. You know, one of the great things about going away and, and being with... Keith is that he introduced me to a couple different movies and I know you and I have to watch those. All right, so we had a power failure. <laughs> we're we're back. Uh, the whole city block was out. It's always um, something. Yeah, there were zombies. There was aliens. Uh, the U.S. government unleashed it all on us. But we got yeah. busy. But we got busy. We're here, right? With the power off. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So um, that's awesome, by the way. And yeah, we came back uh, for this particular episode, as so we can end it properly right so um joseph the joseph saloon you sir yes the bearded master (laughs) the one um appreciate you having us out i thank you for having us try the uh the bubble ganoush the baba ganoush by the way yeah if you guys don't know what bubble ganoush is get your ass over here sorry for cussing you heard yeah bubble ganoush okay try it because it is spectacular yeah Totally, um, dude. Let's go. Like, we're gonna hang out soon, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
I want to try um, yeah, this amazing food you were talking yeah, about. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll bring it by. We're going to have a borscht se- uh, yeah. session for sure. Definitely. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, again, reach out to Melina International Trading for your olive oil, olives, any specialty line in your kitchen. If you want to stand out as a chef, including the juicing that we're making. A lot of ideas were thrown out today between, um, you know, whether you're using it behind a bar, drinking it, cleansing, or cooking with it. So there's a lot we can do with this. Excellent. And you can find out more about Molina International Trading at MolinaInternational.com. All right. We, guys, there it is. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I got thrown off by the power failure. All right, guys, we are out. Get to Acropolis. Yeah. South Tampa. That's right. Kennedy Boulevard, right? What's Kennedy. Yeah, right, Kennedy. That's right. Get there or be square. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, four more orders. Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing, deliver healthy taste options to clientele, and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com.